Hi, and welcome to the Kaplan Connect. I'm your host, Fire Chief Scott Freitag, and with me today, Assistant Chief John Fadiman. Sorry, John. Yeah, whatever. I was I've been called worse. The, yeah, true. True. Well, it's good to be back. I know I've been gone the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. You filled in last week. Thank you for doing I that did. with Debbie. Yeah. And it's been a while since you and I have been on, so we know that the ratings are going to go down. Yeah, that's right. That is okay. Uh, but, you know, we're a, we're not a metro-sized organization, but we're a, a growing organization, uh, maybe mid-size. Mm-hmm. What's in between small and middle? Like, I think mid-size works fine. Mid-size, okay. <laughs> Uh, organization and and because we're growing, there's a lot of things changing, a lot of things yeah. happening, and so wanted to talk to you a little bit about that. So we know we're hiring right now a fire prevention specialist closes the first of October. Uh, human resource and administrative specialist closes, I think October 18th is what I was told. Is that right, Kathy? Close. Yep. <laughs> Did you just cuss on the air? I said. Sure and yep at the same time. <laughs> okay. It just kind That's of close, yeah. together. You might want to like put oh, a little beep in there maybe too, right? Bleep it. <laughs> and so, um, but the one that that's open, that was kind of a, a surprise, unfortunately to us, but that is open today, as a matter of fact, the day we're recording, which is Wednesday, September 27th, is an assistant chief administration. Mm-hmm. Um, so we discussed it this afternoon and we have multiple plans. <laughs> sure. Yes. Yeah. I didn't know we were going to like uh, let those plans out. I thought I, those were super secret. I no. I think it's good to let the plans All out right, so well, that that please. people applying know what yes. the plan is. So, plan A is that we fly the position, mm-hmm. uh, we bring people in, and we find a good candidate, uh, and we hire that person. They accept the position. Okay. Plan B, if plan A doesn't work is potentially some restructuring internally. Um, But if we get through plan A and it doesn't work and we get to plan B and we still think, eh, maybe not, then uh, plan C is to revert back to plan A. Brilliant. And and try again in January. And then if that doesn't work, we go to plan D, which is revert to plan B. No, it sounds solid to me. Sound like a plan? Yeah. I I think we've got it. Kathy, does that work? Foolproof. What do you think? Foolproof plan? It did seem like that was supposed to be a secret. <laughs> I don't think I, – I think it's important to get it out because people ask for transparency and we're being transparent. Well, and I think that uh, transparency, if plan A includes an internal candidate as well, right. then that may be the best fit as well. So you never know. Absolutely, because this is an internal and external testing process. Yep. And, it, you know, let's talk about that a little bit. You know, in our team – uh, we're really looking for some versatility because Dave was really focused on administration, sure. right? Uh, whereas I always felt that Cody could be plugged in, uh, doing a great job in planning logistics, but Cody mm-hmm. would be good in admin. He'd also be good in operations. Uh, I've always felt that you would be good in planning logistics or admin, and you're doing a good job in, in operations. So there's that versatility that exists with sure. the two of you. So if we bring in another candidate, whether internal internal or external, that brings that versatility to the table, there's an opportunity for us to consider in three or four years making a shift to give uh, the assistant chief some exposures to some other areas in the organization for focus. Yeah, and I think it's a good time to discuss uh, yeah that versatility also. But uh, I know we talked about it as a senior staff, just uh, the three of us between you, me, Cody, the mm-hmm. other day. 
and uh, obviously I'm not raising my hand saying, right. hey, stick me over there. But if that makes sense for the organization and where we're at and maybe the can- next candidate coming in, um, I'd gladly move. Right. And I think it's like anything else in the organization, uh, duties is assigned. Yes. And if that's where the need is, um, I'll help fill the need. But right. I didn't raise my hand, but I'd certainly look forward to the mentorship. You it was like buy. a partial. Yeah. Huh? A partial. You yeah. stuck a couple of fingers up and was yeah. like, listen, if push comes to shove, <laughs> yes, I could do this. Because I know that we had talked about at one point um, in the future, hopefully, uh, when I retire, as opposed to other reasons Things that I would no longer be here, yeah. um, that it, you would be interested in the fire chief position. And sure. so moving and looking in that direction – Having some exposure in the administrative space would be good because that is a lot of the functions of the fire chief. You know, the overarching look at the budget, the overarching look sure. at um, human resources, because I am involved in that. Mm-hmm. And administration uh, to a lesser extent, you know, not the day-to-day, not the day-to-day of finance, uh, but having that exposure mm-hmm. and that um, ability to dive more deeply into the budget. Um, would be good for someone who would like to be sure. the fire chief. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's there's possibilities there and opportunity. It's not that we wanted uh, – we weren't hoping that Dave would move on oh, to the yeah. next chapter. Sure. That wasn't what we wanted. But um, this is where we are. Yeah. And I think it's important to point out too because uh, Dave left just two weeks ago today. Mm-hmm. Uh, was his last day here. And we're already posting the position. So for those who feel like, oh, my God, this is so soon. Why would you do that? We're up against the holiday season. Yeah. And we need to get this position posted because right now you, Cody, and I are sharing the duties of the administrative Mm -hmm. chief and doing our jobs. Sure. And for you, you're already well past your – oh, no, I forget the term. I thought you were going to say prime. Three. No, <laughs> could be prime. But three. Kathy. Uh, I was talking to your wife recently. That was uh, amazing. Three, <laughs> uh, your span of control. Oh. Three okay. to seven, That's right? That's much we're, better than. You're already yeah. at eight. Yeah. <laughs> so now you're at nine. Okay. Um, so it's important that we get. Sure. Get that out. Yeah. So um, the other thing that we have going that just started Monday this week is the new recruit academy. Yeah. So uh, we have 10 fresh candidates in the Recruit Academy. We're about, what, 50-50 on Firefighter 1 and 2, not Firefighter 1 and 2? Uh, I think we had, I thought our last count I heard was seven that didn't have it. Okay. And which I think is important mm-hmm. to remember, uh, there were some rumors going around that mm-hmm. we had lost uh, one to Phoenix or possibly two to Phoenix. And so I called Dustin on Monday mm-hmm. and asked him. And uh, the response I got was kind of funny because he's like, I think 10. I think I counted 10. Yeah. So he went back and re- confirmed his count. And yes, all 10 showed up and uh, are out there working hard. Well, you know, what's interesting is I was there yesterday and just gave them a, a brief welcome to the organization. And when I was sitting there, I'm not good with math. Um, but I counted 10. That's We have 10 new recruits. Which is what we expected. And we need them all. Uh, absolutely, we do. Uh, are some of, do some of them live in the Valley? They do. Absolutely. Sure. Um, and that's great. Their, their willingness to drive up here, I think says something about our organization. Sure. Um, and, and hopefully we'll be able to maintain all 10 personnel moving forward. Yep. Uh, but it seems like a good group of 
folks. Have you interacted much with them yet? I have not. I've stopped in a couple of times, but uh, they're all, every time I've stopped in, they've been getting instructed. Right. And so I've left them be. So. Well, I sat in the back of the room yesterday and then when they came back from a break, I asked if I could add just a couple minutes with them. Um, you know, and I, I talked to them because some of the feedback that we've heard recently is <clears throat> the recruits are coming to the field and they feel like they've already made it. I'm like, mm, I haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or they're coming to the field and they've been filled, their heads have been filled with, this is all a family environment and it's all part of the culture and you're just going to receive a hug when you walk in the building. And let's be clear. <clears throat> None of that is true (laughs) or accurate. But I did talk to them yesterday and I said, look, your attitude is your choice throughout your career. Mm -hmm. I would love to sit here and tell you that we can assign you to any of the 10 stations on any of the three shifts and that you're just going to find a utopian fire service world. Sure. And you're not. No, absolutely not. Uh, I also set the expectations that Listen, the mundane things here in the academy are very important that you pay attention to because they're important when you get in the field. Mm -hmm. I said, you also have to understand when you get in the station that a lot of station life is the mundane. Yeah. Which is why it's important to connect with your crew, maintain the positive attitude. But it's mundane with the the occasional interruption of an adrenaline rush because of the type of call. Yeah, for sure. But you should approach every call as if it's important. Because yeah. it is. To the person who called 911, it's important. Yeah. And you never know the opportunity to uh, influence someone's life, whether it's a structure fire mm-hmm. and uh, you're trying to, you know, search the, the structure or if it's a medical call, which is majority of what we run. Sure. And, uh, you know, you're uh, – I think it was – 61 um, had a code save the other day mm-hmm. and where they cracked an individual and I could be off on the engine, but uh, they did a fantastic job and saved the individual's life. Yeah. So you, ne- That's like amazing. Said, you never know uh, when that opportunity will come uh, and you want to be prepared. We want folks to be prepared, but uh, you also want to show up with the right attitude. Absolutely. And that, again, that's an individual, whether you're a new yeah. recruit or you're in the station today. Your attitude is your choice. It's what you make of it. Your ability to come in here and enjoy your job or to feel like this is a weight around your shoulders is on you. Mm -hmm. We provide a lot of of opportunities. I think um, I want to have Dustin on again or or Eric to talk about what does the schedule look like at CARTA for the year? For, For each year, what type of programs are we bringing in? And then... What types of training nomination forms are you seeing throughout the year for training in other places? Yeah. No, I think that'd be good. And it's it's always interesting. I look at the board now and uh, certainly for some of the folks that are newer in the organization, um, it'd be interesting to show what it looked like five years ago, 10 yeah. years ago. And we they've certainly uh, – the schedule is jam-packed and there's a lot of opportunity mm-hmm. that uh, didn't exist before. Right. So. Now – you came up through this organization and um, and then you were the training chief. When you were the training chief, how many training nomination forms did you decline to accept? Was it a lot, a few? I don't know if I can recall any. Really? Um, you know, there might have been times when it was pushed back before the nomination form got there. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, there wasn't very often even that we did that. So, so what I'm hearing you say – is that typically if our personnel submit for a program 
whether in-state, out-of-state, locally, regionally, whatever it is, typically they're approved when they come in and ask for a program. Yeah, I would say we're probably, and I haven't talked to Dustin about it, we're probably getting to the point where we will have to reevaluate that a little harder, mm-hmm. um, not just because mm-hmm. of programs. I know you and I talked about a specific program that we will probably have to provide more information about in the future, right. the near future. But at the same time, we're seeing a lot more, we have more personnel. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have to find a, a decent balance. So the good thing is people are putting in nominations. Mm-hmm. They're wanting to go get training. So I could see having to find that balance. I know I was talking to Dustin the other day. Um, we are eating through our... Uh, budget for training or outside training very quickly. Good. So we'll have to um, kind of be mindful of that. But yeah, it's like I say, very few people have gotten turned down to go get training. If there have been, um, it's usually for a specific reason uh, outside of even the budget. Right. So. And and typically in advance of the next fiscal year, um, training is seeking, rec- not requests for outside training, but hey, what are some programs you would like to see here? Sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. So there's there's always room for input. And I know that it's encouraged if you go to training, bring back what you learned mm-hmm. and share it and see if we can we can develop a program around it or have you present something. Yeah. And sometimes folks don't know what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you go to a training, I don't care if they're, you know, one year on or 20 years on. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the best places to start is your crew mm-hmm. with providing that training. Let your crew vet some of that because sometimes you can go to a training and it may not apply in our our area for mm-hmm. various reasons. Um, but the best way to start, start with your crew. Yeah. And if it works out for the crew, then start with your battalion and go through your battalion. You're like, hey, I'd like to provide this drill. I learned this information. And if it's good, mm-hmm. then usually it continues to grow. And it, even for me, typically when I come back from something, um, I'll provide an overview or a brief. Hey, here's where I was. Here's what I did here. Here's what I was exposed to. And um, this last week, I was in Anchorage for the Western Fire Chiefs Association President's Forum. And while I was there, I I got a chance to hear about the Wildfire Commission and their report being released. Mm -hmm. Um, Then I was provided a draft copy that was not public. And then today I was invited to watch a webinar where they, they unveiled, so to speak, the wildfire commission report, Mm. which is a federal report and will give us guidance moving forward as to how we approach um, our legislative folks, um, whether state or federal on funding or challenges in the state or whatever it may be to better our uh, wildfire mitigation efforts, including within CAFMA and looking at a, a, a more robust wildfire mitigation adaptive community program. Yep. So <clears throat> exposure to the, these things is important. It's encouraged. Yeah. And we certainly uh, try to get folks out to training. Sure. As you mentioned, um, there is some training that that is happening in the Phoenix area that uh, we'll, we're going to hold on this year and take another look and reevaluate next mm-hmm. year based on some some things we've learned. Sure. About the program. Uh, and then there's some other training within the United, occasionally that pops up that we take a look at to determine whether that is the right direction yeah. uh, for this organization. Because quite honestly, some of the training that we're seeing out there today is completely contrary to what years of study and data have shown. 
Yeah, and I think there's, uh, like anything else, there's folks out there selling a product. Oh, and yeah. it, we just have to make sure that that product aligns with, uh, you know, the standards and aligns with our organization mm-hmm. and our values. Well, and, and some, it's like a Kool-Aid stand. Not all Kool-Aid, as we've learned over the years, is good. <laughs> John, sometimes there's problems. The Kool-Aid's poisoned. Indeed. So we have to be careful with that. But so just touching on some of the things mm-hmm. that um, – we have going on here, certainly positions open, assistant chief of admin position being opened up. Um, that's going to close, I believe, towards the end of October, and then we'll do interviews Correct. in yeah. November. Um, we have the Recruit Academy that started. A lot of information about training that I think we need to to bring onto the podcast and mm-hmm. put out just so folks truly understand what the calendar looks like and sure. what opportunities are there, um, just so there's a better understanding we're educating the the masses, so to speak. Yeah. And we also have, we did captain's uh, chief's interview yesterday. We do battalion chief oh, yeah. chief's interviews uh, next week. And there'll be a lot of moving parts related to that. So. It It's like Legos or something, building blocks. We're mm-hmm. just moving people around. So there's yeah. there will be a lot of movement in, yeah. say, the next, what are you thinking, three to four weeks? Yeah. I, I think with the chief's interviews next week, I would expect that we're going to start those moves fairly quickly. Okay. And I would say, like I say, in the next two weeks, probably we'll see those moves. And I put some of that in the review last week. So go back if you need to and review that information. But yeah, it'll create movement all the way, you know, down through uh, captains, engineers, promotions. And obviously we have new recruits coming on. So all the way through right. the organization movement. Uh, that's opportunity. And I think it's a good opportunity. Well, and, and just to touch on this, because normally, as we said, we did captain's interviews on chief's interviews on Tuesday this week. Yep. Um, normally we make announcements pretty quick. Usually that day notifications are made this time around. We opted to take a step back and hold, and then we're going to see how the battalion chief's interviews go next week. We have to have some other conversations and then we'll make final decisions and movements. Um, it's a change from what we normally do, but it's a, a change we needed to make this time around. Sure. Well, I think it'll be uh, good to do those announcements next week and yeah, take that next step. Yeah. So lots of stuff happening. Please pay attention. We're sending information out. Read your emails, <laughs> listen to the podcast, read the review, ask questions of the right people. Uh, and if you're not getting mm-hmm. a good answer, just keep going up the chain until you get correct information. Is that accurate? Sounds good. Yeah, accurate information. Kathy, anything you'd like to add before we close out? I'm still stuck on sometimes the Kool-Aid is poisoned. <laughs> yeah. You got to be careful with the Kool-Aid. And Legos. I didn't know we were going back to childhood here. Absolutely. But no, just really excited to see who we get in. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of opportunity here. So with that, Kathy, thank you again this week. John, thank you for coming on. Indeed. Uh, I know how much you enjoy this. I do. Oh, it's Yeah. Great. You just love it. Yep. All right. Well, For all of you out there, thank you for watching. We'll see you next week.